Hey, it's Lou Bortone, and you're listening to The 360 Entrepreneur with Jan Ilunga. This is episode number 13, and today we talk about do-it-yourself video and video marketing. Here we go. Welcome to The 360 Entrepreneur Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs and small business owners who dream big and want to do bigger. Join some of the world's top entrepreneurs, internet marketers, and best-selling authors as they share their inspiring stories, their struggles, and give actionable tips that will help you build, grow, and promote your online business. Here's your host, Yanni Lunga. Hey everybody, what's up? Yanni Lunga here from 360entrepreneur.net with a new episode of the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. This is episode 13. And if you tune in in the last episode, episode 12, where we talked about how to launch a successful podcast with Michael O'Neill, I gave a sneak peek of today's episode. And I mentioned video as a must-have tool, something you should really use to promote your business because Video is really growing. It's becoming very popular and it's a very powerful medium. And you're going to really learn more about it today because in this episode, we talk about do-it-yourself video and video marketing. And before I tell you more about who's joining us today, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. If you're looking for a web hosting service, my number one recommendation is Bluehost. For just $3.95 a month, you get a limited web hosting and a limited domain, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account. You get 24-7 top-notch support and you can install all of your WordPress sites with just a couple of clicks. Go to 360entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up. And when you do, Bluehost gives you a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 360entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. All right, so today we are joined by Lou Borton. Lou is one of the top video marketing experts. He's also taught a course on Creative Live, and I'm so excited about Lou joining us here to talk about all the great things that he does and to really talk specifically about video. And Lou has some very specific tips and tools that he shares with us. You find the show notes with the links to everything, and I mean everything Lou and I cover in this episode at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 13. That's 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 13. Here is do-it-yourself video and video marketing with Lou Borton. Hey, everybody. I'm here, Yanilunga, like always. I'm super, super excited about today's episode because we talk about a very hot topic. Today we talk about video marketing, do-it-yourself way. If you have been following pretty much any entrepreneurship or online marketing blog or podcast, you've for sure read or heard about video, how it's really picking up. And today we're going to get so much value from a very special guest. He's a video marketing expert, an online branding consultant who really helps entrepreneurs and service professionals build breakthrough brands on the internet so that they can have more visibility, credibility, profitability. He has taught the course Master Video Marketing for Your Business on Creative Live and is here on the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. It's with great pleasure that I welcome on the show Lou Borton. Hey Lou, how's it going? Good, thanks. Thank you for having me. All right, it's my pleasure. Lou, I have to say immediately off the gate, 
you rock, Luke. <laughs> I, I have to I have to tell you this in person because I have subscribed to your newsletter a few months ago at louburton.com. And obviously I've subscribed to many other newsletters, but I have to tell you that yours is really up there at the top in terms of value resources that you provide week in, week out. So first of all, Lou, thank you from me for everything that you do. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I, I enjoy uh, sharing all the cool things I find online. That's awesome, Lou. That's, I'm sure that that's everything. Uh, that's something people really want to hear. So guys, Lou Borton is here to talk about video marketing, the do-it-yourself way. And Lou, the first question I'm sure many of the listeners are asking themselves is, you know, why video? Why do you think video is a key component in building a powerful brand? And what can it do for a business? Uh, the great thing about video is that it is personal and engaging and immediate. So it really helps build um, what we call the know, like, and trust factor, mm -hmm. which ultimately, you know, if people know you and like you and relate to you, that can really accelerate the sales process and make it easier for people to buy from you because they feel like they already know you. So the great thing about, uh, one of the great things about video is that, you know, I come from the television business and it used to be very difficult and expensive to do video, but now it's much, much easier and less expensive. So it's really more um, available to the masses, which is a great advantage for business owners because they have the uh, access to the same resources that used to be very, uh, you know, difficult to come by. And, and you emphasize the fact that, you know, it's becoming easier for pretty much everyone to create a professional look in video equipment costs are way lower compared to a few years ago. And usually people get really excited about the tools. And I know that you're going to share some of the tools with us that we can use to create killer videos. But I know that you know, I was watching your Creative Life course some time ago, and I always remember when you talked about the importance of having a solid strategy and planning at the base of a video. So can you elaborate more on that? Why having a strategy is so important? Yeah, that's a great question. And, and I often say that, you know, sometimes people do get so uh, excited about it that they get their webcam or their iPhone or YouTube account, and then they suddenly realize they don't know what to say or how to say it. <laughs> So it's, I always talk about emphasizing goals over gadgets because mm -hmm. you've got to have the right goals and not get too, too caught up in the gadgets. The gadgets are fun, but you really do need to have a strategy and you need to think about, you know, when you're creating a video, what do you want that video to accomplish? Do you want somebody to opt into your web page? Do you want to sell them something? Do you want to make them laugh? You know, you really have to think about each video. What is the purpose of that video? And you, you talked about the purpose of the video. And obviously, you know, with, with a different purpose, there can be also a different type of video. And do you have some tips for us in terms of different types of video that people, that entrepreneurs can use or, or small business owners can use? What types of video do you recommend using? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you do have a lot of flexibility there, which is one of the nice things about video. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I usually break it into on-camera videos versus off-camera videos. And on-camera videos are obviously, you know, like a talking head or if you're doing a Google Hangout interview or if you're, you know, anything on camera, which are great for relating to your audience and for connecting with your audience. So I think that 
one of the must-have videos is to really have a nice welcome video on your homepage. So when people come to your website, they can see who you are and what you do and, and what, how you can help them. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it makes it much more personal. Um, but there are also other times when you maybe don't want to be on camera or you're having a bad hair day or <laughs> there's just a better way to accomplish the, the goal of the, vi- the video. And you can do off-camera videos um, and you can use you know all kinds of different software online like um, powtoon.com, which is an animation software that allows you to create cartoons and you can create, you know, you can do things with, even with PowerPoint and Keynote, you can create um, webinars or videos just using slides in your voice. So you don't necessarily have to be on camera. It really, again, comes down to what do you want that video to accomplish Mm -hmm. and what's the easiest way to get to that goal. Great, Lou. Thank you for for those tips. So on-camera or off-camera videos, you gave out some, some, you mentioned already some tools, for example, Google Hangouts, you mentioned a few types of off-camera videos. It can be with some animation, it can be with PowerPoint or Keynote. You mentioned the importance of having a welcome video where people really kind of get to know more about you and, and what you do. And I think maybe now it's the perfect time to to talk a little bit about the tools. I know, guys, you are excited about, about the tools. And what do you have for us, Lou? Do you have a couple of, of tools that you think are really the must-haves for any listeners out there? Yes. I mean, at some point, you are going to want to do on-camera videos. So you need some kind of a camera. And, and really, um, you know, folks think, oh, you must have some big fancy camera. And the truth is I use my iPhone and my iPad most mm-hmm. of the time. So if you have a smartphone or a tablet or anything with video capability, uh, those have come such a long way and they're really, you know, they create excellent video, excellent quality. Uh, oftentimes I just use my webcam. So you can really start with a smartphone or a webcam and a YouTube account and, and pretty much be ready to go. Uh, you don't need to go out and spend a lot of tons of money on equipment. You really can start sort of where you are and then as you go, you may want to say, okay, maybe do I want to get some lights to make my shot more professional if you're doing on-camera videos? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you want to start editing, and you can do that with, um, if you're on a Mac, you can use iMovie. If you're on a PC, you can use an online solution like wevideo.com. W-E video is an online, a free online video editor. So as you progress, you know, the tools get a little bit more um you know, a little bit more complex, but not much. You really can start with very little equipment. Um, so I would suggest if you're just starting out, you know, think about what you already have with you. Perhaps you have an iPhone or an iPad and those create excellent video. Awesome. Okay, guys. So like always, you will find the links to everything Lou and I discuss in the show notes. So all the tools he has just mentioned, you will find them there in the show notes. And Lou, you mentioned that you really keep it easy. You go with your iPhone, with your smartphone or with the, with the iPad, or you mentioned the webcam. I also use the webcam. The, I think it's called Logitech C920 or 930. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, I, I'm sure you know it, that it's very popular. It's relatively cheap, but he has a, a pretty good quality if you want to do uh, on-camera videos. So guys, that's my personal recommendation. And thank you, Lou, also for mentioning we video, so up video editing software. And once we have the tools and we have created our video 
or actually, Lou, sorry, I forgot to ask you, do you have maybe a recommendation in, term, in terms of microphone? Yes. Because we know that the visual is important, but we know that the audio can really kind of make or break it when it comes to video anyways. Absolutely. I'm glad you reminded me of that. It's very important. And again, um, uh, because I use my computer and my webcam, oftentimes I, I just use um, what's called a blue snowball mm -hmm. mic, which is about $50 or $60 US. So uh, that's a USB microphone. It plugs into the back of my computer. So I use the Blue Snowball. Um, colleagues of mine use one that's slightly better called a Blue uh, Yeti, oh, yeah. Y-E-T-I -E microphone. Um, so that's, you know, th that's a good place to start. There are also um, Audio-Technica is a good brand. Mm -hmm. But again, um, you know, I wouldn't spend too, too much money at the outset. Like I say, I use my Blue Snowball mic most of the time, and that's... Um, adequate for a good audio. Awesome. Great. And I think it's important, Lou, what you really emphasized of really, you know, don't buy things more than you can choose. So if you can afford, you know, a 20 bucks microphone, that's fine. Start with what you have. And then as you have more funds available, go for maybe something bigger or kind of more professional. And Lou, we know that obviously today there are always more and more platforms for hosting videos there is youtube there is vimeo and late, uh, lately there has been wistia which has become very very popular so do you have any recommendations in in terms of where to host a video and why sure uh youtube is a great place to start because it's free and it's so popular and obviously um you know everyone knows about it so um i do host a lot of videos on youtube uh, just because it's sort of the default or the the easiest fallback place to host them a lot of folks use um vimeo because they prefer um the interface it's a little bit more elegant it's mm -hmm. a little cleaner so it's sort of like a bit higher end mm -hmm. and then if you decide that you want you know a third party hosting you know just to be on the safe side um, Amazon S3 is a good solution because they're very reliable. Obviously, mm -hmm. the, the folks from Amazon um, have servers everywhere. And you mentioned uh, Wistia, which is also great for video hosting. And the nice thing about Wistia is you can also control the video player, the way the video looks and plays and and add all kinds of interesting little uh, interactive elements to it, like um, I can't remember what they call it. I think they call it a turnstile or a gateway or something where you can actually make people give you their email before they can watch the rest of the oh, video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there are things like that. And I also use one called Vubix, V-E-I-W-B-I-X, mm -hmm. which is very similar to Wistia. And I use that to host videos and because I can add different elements to them, I can, um, you know, put uh, contact um, overlays or social media overlays. So if you really want to get uh, it to a point where you have a lot of control over your video, then you start looking at Wistia and Vubix. Okay, Lou, again, thank you for the recommendations. You really told us kind of the reasons, you know, why one should choose YouTube or, or Wistia or Vimeo. So depending, guys, on what you want to achieve what you need from from the platform or you also mentioned amazon x3 s3 depending guys on what you want from the platform there are different options out there and lo obviously we know that youtube is the second largest search engine so it makes sense for video marketers to host at least some of their videos 
on YouTube. And I know that you're passionate about YouTube. You have cheat sheets, you have resources on how to rank number one on YouTube. You have some video optimization tips on YouTube. So do you have some recommendations for the listeners on what to do when they upload their videos on YouTube? Sure. And, you know, with, you know, millions of videos on YouTube, it's easy to get lost there. And a lot of times people, you know, people talk about, well, you know, what are the tricks or tips to getting ranked on YouTube? And ultimately, there's no substitute for good content. So mm. first thing you have to have is, you know, something in your video that is interesting to your target market or is, you know, interesting to the people you're trying to reach. Um, so let's assume that you start with good content. And after that, then you start to look at things like on YouTube, the title, the description and the keywords. Um, those are really the three key areas that you have control over on YouTube. So you want to make sure that your title is, you know, very descriptive, not mm -hmm. just my, my awesome video or something <laughs> generic. So specific title with keywords in it. Um, I try and do things when I'm doing my videos that have like video marketing tips and things like that. Um, also in the description section of YouTube, you have a lot of space and a lot of real estate. So you can use at almost as much space as you want and put your keywords again in the description. And then finally, YouTube has a third section that you fill in called tags, which is, again, just the keywords. So you want to use consistent keywords. Um, sometimes I use what's called a, you know, a nonsense keyword mm -hmm. that helps link, link the videos together. So I'll use my last name backwards or something like that, mm -hmm. just so that it makes it very specific to my videos. Uh, so title, description, tags, are the basics beyond that you want to start to look at the thumbnails which are the little teeny photos that um that show up for your videos you might want to create custom thumbnails mm -hmm. rather than the ones that youtube youtube gives you a choice of three that are usually not very good <laughs> so um you can actually create a custom thumbnail to help people find your videos and i think it's also important to use annotations in your videos which are uh overlays that you can add to your video when it's done and add some interactive clickable links to your video. So in other words, if you have a video and you have a call to action at the end that's saying visit my website, you can put your website URL on the video and add an annotation that makes that clickable back to your website. So when you're saying, you know, hey, click on the link here and visit my website, people can actually go to that website um, via the annotation. Lou, I'm having so much fun. You're really sharing so many great tips and tools here with us. And before we continue with this awesome conversation, let's take a second to thank today's sponsor. When talking about web hosting, there is no doubt. Bluehost is the number one web hosting service. For just $3.95 a month, you get a limited web hosting, a limited domain hosting, which means that you can host as many websites as you want with just a single Bluehost account, and you get 24-7 top-notch support, and you can install your WordPress sites automatically with just a couple of clicks. Go to 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost to sign up, and when you do, you get a $50 Facebook credit and $100 worth of Google AdWords. That's at 36entrepreneur.net slash Bluehost. Okay, so the title, the description, the tags, the thumbnail, and obvious, obviously, as Lou said, at the very big base, there should be high quality content and you mentioned the the call to actions in the video that one can can add for example the link to 
another video or to, to a website, to a landing page. And, and that's maybe something that would be good to talk about a bit more because I remember you saying on the Creative Live course, Master Video Marketing for Your Business, you talked about the importance of having some kind of call to action with every single video. So kind of to tell the viewers what to do once the video is finished. Yeah, exactly. And especially if your video is on YouTube, you know, there are a lot of distractions. There are a lot of other videos that people can go to. Uh, so you want to make sure that you control that, you know, that action at the end. What do you want the viewer to do? And you really have to be direct about it and specific and tell the viewer exactly what you want them to do at the end of the video, whether it's to subscribe to your channel or to watch another video. Um, so a very specific, direct call to action in every video is really important. Otherwise, you know, people are just going to go off and get lost somewhere else on YouTube. And another way you can do that um, is with end cards or end slides, which is another new trend with video, where basically at the end of your video, you're putting up a slide or some kind of um, end card or call to action that helps uh, direct viewers where to go next. So you can say, hey, watch these while you're here, watch these other videos or subscribe to my channel. Um, or visit my website. So um, you can add an end card and edit it onto your video and then add annotations to make those links clickable. So again, you're sort of trying to control the environment a little bit more and um, giving your viewers someplace to go. So guys, remember a, a call to action with every single video. And look, let's talk a little bit about videos and social media. Mm -hmm. We know that, for example, with YouTube, YouTube, they make it very, very easy to simply embed the videos pretty much everywhere on Facebook, on Twitter, Google+. Do you have uh, some recommendations in terms of how to leverage video to grow a fan base, a community on social media? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the nice things about video and YouTube is it's easy to share. And YouTube makes it very easy to share right from YouTube. Um, they've got all the social media icons so you can share your video to Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or Pinterest. Um, oftentimes what I like to do is I'll share my video from there, but I, I want to upload it natively to Facebook. So rather than sharing it from YouTube to Facebook, um, Facebook's going to give that video more attention if you upload it straight to Facebook. Um, so that's one place where I'll, I'll say, okay, I'll go off of YouTube and I'll upload it to Facebook because Facebook likes video and they prefer that you upload it directly to them rather than have it come from YouTube. Um, but having said that, it's a great way to leverage your video and spread it and get it out there and share it in as many platforms as possible because it is easy to share. It doesn't take a lot of time. And the other thing you can do that a lot of times people sort of forget is, you know, because of the nature of Facebook and Twitter and it's sort of fluid and always moving is it's okay to go back to a video that you did maybe three weeks ago and repost it or post the link again and give other people a chance to see it because maybe they didn't see it the first time around. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm a big believer in, you know, sort of um, giving folks a chance to see the content. And if the content is still relevant, um, you know, maybe posting that video again a week or two later. Okay. And I was actually, I was about to ask you about, about Facebook because, you know, we talked about YouTube and we hadn't talked about Facebook yet. So I'm glad you brought it up that Facebook seems to really be going toward the direction of, of video. So they really want to uh, kind of showcase videos that are 
uploaded natively on, on Facebook, like you said, so not shared through YouTube, but directly on Facebook. And in terms of the duration of the video, Lou, do you have any tips? Obviously, everyone has different goals, they have mm -hmm. different formats, but have you maybe seen, you know, with all your videos and your, your clients, have you kind of defined a range of time that you think works pretty well for video in general? Yeah, the vast majority of videos on YouTube, which are usually just quick videos, are under three minutes. Mm -hmm. And it seems like the the optimal length for videos is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, Instagram will only allow you a 15-second video, and Vine will allow you to do a six-second video. So, you know, there, there's a trend towards much, much shorter videos. But having said that, you know, there's also a place for longer teaching videos or webinars or, you know, videos that may actually be 45 minutes or an hour, as long as the viewer knows going in, oh, okay, this is a, a teaching video or an educational video, so it's going to be longer. But if you're just creating a welcome video for your website or some kind of video to promote your product or service, you probably want to keep that uh, in the two to three minute range. Okay, so around two or three minutes. And you mentioned Vine, and I'm curious, Lou, is Vine a social media that you're using or? Uh, it, I, it's a social media that I should be using <laughs> and I'm not using very effectively. I, I really personally haven't quite figured out how to squeeze something into six seconds. Mm -hmm. um, I know my teenage children use it quite a bit, <laughs> so it's, I know it's you know more trending towards younger audiences because they can upload quick little fun little six second videos that they've done. But it's almost like, um, you know, uh, just a clip of a video. So <laughs> it's something to definitely keep an eye on and, and it's growing. But um, for myself, I haven't quite figured out the best way to use it yet. Yeah. Okay. I, w I was curious because, you know, Lou, already, for me already, the 15 seconds of Instagram feels mm -hmm. like, you know, that it's nothing. So it's six seconds. I'm like, whoa, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, I've come across uh, many great six seconds videos. Even some friends of mine have created some incredible six seconds videos. But for me, I really like <laughs> it's, you know, it's like an unexplored territory. And obviously, we know that one of the goals of leveraging videos is monetization. So mm -hmm. do you have any tips in terms of maybe ways that the listeners can leverage their video to monetize? Yeah, that's a great question. And it's uh, something that everybody should strive to do. At mm -hmm. the end of the day, you want to make money from your videos. So one of the ways you can do that is by creating video products or video courses or video tutorials. And you can put them on udemy.com. Or you mentioned earlier, I did a creative live a uh, three-day workshop that was obviously all video. So once you have video that maybe you're teaching or you've got some content, you can turn that into courses and you know really monetize it by getting it out to people who are willing to buy it as courses or tutorials. Okay, so actually those are our great recommendations. So to to package it into a course and and put it on platforms you mentioned, Udemy for example, or for those who are teaching. Uh, on on platforms like Creative Live can be another great recommendation that it's great. And guys, we have talked about quite many things. We've talked a little bit about what having a video can do for your brand. Lou has given us some recommendations in terms of, of essential tools for creating killer videos. We've talked about where to host the video. Lou has given out some great tips on 
how to rank number one on YouTube, what to keep in mind when we upload the videos on YouTube. And we have gotten also some great tips in terms of what we can do to monetize with our video. And for even more tips and resources, you can go to louborton.com. But I know, Lou, that you have a resource for us that you want to share with the listeners and the guys. Once again, you will find this in the show notes. So, Lou, what do you have for us? Yeah, thank you. Uh, I put together what I call a video survival kit, which <laughs> is essentially some checklists, some tutorial videos, and um, an, an equipment guide, just you know, some stuff that goes a lot further than we can do in this interview. And you can find that all at loubortone.com forward slash kit, K-I-T. Okay, perfect. You can find it both there on Lou's website or even in the show notes. If you're in the show notes, you can find it there as well. Lou, if people want to reach out to you, what is the best way to get in touch with you and maybe, you know, thank you for being here on the podcast or or share some tips with you? Sure. Um, you can email me at VIP at louborton.com. Mm-hmm. I get all my own email and read all the email. So that's probably the easiest way to reach me is via email. Okay. Sounds good. And, and guys, if you have enjoyed this episode, make sure to give Lou a shout out on Twitter at Lou Borton. Lou, thank you so very much for being here on the 360 Entrepreneur and for telling us a little bit more about the world of video marketing. My pleasure. Thank you. All right, everybody. We are back. Lou, thank you so much for being with us, for sharing your story and for all the golden nuggets you shared with us. And thank you also for making your video toolkit available for all of us. And guys, as you heard during the conversation, you can download it at louborton.com slash kit or simply go to the show note page at 360entrepreneur.net slash episode 13. You find it there as well. And you will find also the link to my visual content marketer toolkit, where I share some of the tools you could use to create visual content. So with Lou, we have video cover. If you want to use images on social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, I share some must-have tools there. So you find that as well in the show notes. So you have heard some great tips from Lou. He really encouraged us to start using video. He shared some tools. There are more tools in his toolkit. And if you are starting using video, let Lou and I know. Leave a comment there below the show notes or on Twitter. Let us know. Maybe link also to your YouTube channel, for example, or to your homepage where you have used videos. I'm really curious to see where you are going, how you are using video. And I'm sure that Lou is going to be curious as well to to also give you some feedback on maybe what you can do differently or where you can improve. If you have more questions, not only related to video, but to other things, feel free to send me a tweet. I'm on Twitter at Yannick underscore Ilunga. Thank you so much for taking time off your day for being with Lou and I here in this episode. I hope you're going to tune in back on the next episode because we're going to have a very, very special guest, none other than Pat Flynn. Again, I'm Yanni Lunga from 36entrepreneur.net. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the 360 Entrepreneur Podcast. For more tips and tools, head over to www.360entrepreneur.net.